You know, I realized that the uh, the toast for this episode should be verping. Verping. What? Like when you burp and you vomit in your mouth. I never knew that had a... Is that like a... It's a like verb. A, vomit in your mouth while you burp. Is a that verb. Like, is that like sharting or is that like an official it's Very term? similar to sharting, like shitting in your pants while you fart. Right, but what I'm saying is... Burp, like, shart, very similar. Is that an official word or is that just kind of like... Uh, it's as, as, as official as sharting is. Okay, so somebody came up with this cute way of describing it and it's stuck. Yeah, just like sharting. It's the same thing. I keep going off on these tangents. Like, right as we're recording. I'm sorry, we're recording. My bad. My bad. The universe has many horrors yet to throw at us. This is not the end of our struggle. This is just the beginning of our crusade to save humanity. In the grim darkness of the 41st millennium, there is only war. There is only dice and pipes. This is Dyson Pipes, and I'm Chris. This is Brian. Hey, everybody. Uh, this is the Warhammer edition. I'm kind of I'm, I'm fearful uh, for my life, to be honest with you, during this episode. Um, I just I just happened to look down on the floor to your left, and I see you have a hammer there. And I'm wondering <laughs> if, if I don't do a, a good enough job, like maybe I'm going to get my toes broken. Like in, we'll see. Like in payback. We'll see. You know? <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> beginning to look like roast beef. Like, I, I feel like that's what you're going to tell me about my... my Fat little big toe. Your phalanges. My phalanges. But in the meantime, before Brian kills me, uh, you can find this on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit, I believe. Dyson Pipes. I just like to say hello, everyone from Reddit. You guys are great. They have been a fantastic audience. Lots of whiskey dicks there. A ton. The Reddit world. A ton. A lot of listeners there, and, and we greatly appreciate it. And what's funny is Reddit is the thing I am most ignorant about. I just kind of post shit, and it, it sticks. Whatever. Just put pictures and talk about the show. It seems to be uh, doing a good job. And we appreciate you guys, especially the ones from uh, Sweden. 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 Yeah. We, we have a, a cacophony of, of listeners uh, from a, all over the country. A cornucopia, perhaps. Yes. We not only hit every state within the United States, but we hit quite a few different nations amongst the world. Are you saying we're becoming a global icon? Becoming? We already are. Well, about, uh, uh, perhaps we're a national treasure. We are a national treasure. Very good. All right. And I, I see nothing wrong with that. I, th- I think this... People are finding mm-hmm. the might, majesty, and esteem of this very radio program. Yes. We have... Um, How many people... Yes. ...do you think have gotten fired from their jobs by listening to this... Four. <laughs> I'm going with four. <laughs> people during work, when they should be working on something, whatever it is, I don't... I don't well, a lot of people listen to podcasts at work. And okay. they probably figure like, oh, a, an actual play D and D Warhammer podcast. Mm-hmm. What could go wrong? <laughs> and then they and then they listening. listen to us. Yeah. And then they drive the fucking forklift into the uh, into the ship. Yes, puncture a hole, ship sinks. That's it. You're fired. They 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 they, they get fired for laughing. Uh, too much enjoyment, one could say. Yep. And I'm I'm thinking that comes from somebody from uh, New Zealand, for example. I think somebody from New Zealand has been fired for listening to us. Where do you think the weirdest, not what do you think, you have the list there. What is the oddest country that's listening to us? Where you you Uh, really said, huh, look at that. I would say Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Yes. Mm. Is that on the Ivory Coast? Close enough. 
<laughs> but we do have listeners in Bulgaria. I would say that is the oddest country. Where is Bulgaria? It's someplace over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And they listen to us. Uh, where else? What else we got? We've got, um, how about... How about Ireland? Ah, uh, ah, oh yes, top of the morning to you. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I brought this up last week, right? Last week? No, maybe the week before. Uh, we talked about Luxembourg. I don't know yes. what it is about that country. I'm fascinated. Da, that's Luxembourg. A do the do. <laughs> do the do. <laughs> A Mountain Dew commercial. <laughs> Uh, and Brazil, that, that's also one of my... Uh, ah, so we have some strippers listening. Yes, some fat asses. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. And mightily shaved nether regions. Well, very... What do they, what do, they do, the uh, the landing strip? No, they do Brazilian. Oh, they go Brazilian. They yeah. go completely bald. The wood floor. You know what? In honor of them, I'm going to go Brazilian. All right. Yep. Okay. Right now or... Yeah, maybe after the show. Okay. I, I'm going to go to a wax place. I'm going to go get a Brazilian. Good. You think they do that to guys? Money is green, my man. That is true. There's, I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna pay in Aberfeldy. I'm just gonna give them bottles of fucking whiskey. There we go. And see what they say. What are you smoking? <sighs> Not weed. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so today, Clyde. Again, I have zero negative words. To say about Clyde. true gentleman, the guy really is a true gentleman. Probably the best thing about this radio program, he's the only thing keeping us afloat. He doesn't, he doesn't do that bullshit that Barry does of keep walking back and forth. Because I'm starting to think Barry's game is he wants to get on mic. That's what you think it is. I think he's waiting for me to finally fucking snap and call him in and give him third mic and have him tell explain to us exactly why he exists. Really, that's what I think. I think he's he's looking for attention. Uh, look, I still think he's good. As opposed to Michael. Michael's a piece of shit. But anyway, Clyde. Clyde, on the other hand. Clyde has provided me with uh, a little uh, McBaron HH, old dark fired. And I decided to smoke that in my uh, my Savinelli Mega. Which is amazing. I love this pipe. This is my, uh, my I always get pipe. excited when you break that pipe out because it's normally reserved for our gameplay sessions. Yes. Uh, and, and once in a while, you get a, little, you get a little fucking wild when you break it out. Dude, I love... If... if Look, if, if you're out there and you're listening and you're looking to buy a new pipe, I would strongly suggest a pipe from the Savinelli Mega line. Um, not only um, based on the size, it's, it's cool. It's perfect for a Burley or an English. This one in particular is the, uh, the 315. And I would say if you're looking for a long smoke, Yes, I would get either this or a. Uh, I think they do a 320 in this as well, and and the grain on it is very cool, like the way that um, yeah, the rustication on this is is very neat. I've showed you this before. It's yes, just, it's it's very cool. I like the, the the color on it. It's just it's a great it's a great pipe, and it, and it really does well with the uh, with the burley, and along with that, um, Michael, that lazy fuck, is uh, really pushing the shivers. And again, now I think I'm at the point where Michael, I just, I fucking hate the guy that, um, yeah, I don't like it. Okay. And usually I'm, I'm pretty good. I think in the, in the past I've been pretty good with saying that, look, I like the pairing between whatever whatever tobacco I'm smoking along with the whiskey that I'm drinking. But I don't know. I don't know if it's the sour taste that I have in my mouth against Michael, this big fucking small yay, you think you're all that. And now you're just pushing the same basic bitch shit. 
Maybe he's saving the good stuff for no, the I'm starting Somali to get aggravated. people. I don't get Somali A people, dude. We fucking hired him. Uh, I'm, I'm just what Somali A people. I don't know. We hired him. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. <clears throat> what uh, what do you got over there? I this is the last bowl from this skull. Then he's going to get put away for quite a while. Probably. Let's see, one, two, three. The next time we do Warhammer. Probably the next time we do Warhammer gameplay, I'll break this out. Okay. After today, he's going away, and we'll, well see I think how you, much... You've dedicated that, right, to be your, yeah. your Warhammer pipe. Yeah. Uh, I should have waited till the next time we do Warhammer gameplay, but I didn't want to wait because I'm like a child. Uh, stuffed inside of his head uh, is a favorite of mine, and that is pirate cake. Okay. Enjoying some cake, and uh, I am hoping to not have to roll to drink at all because I have just a smidge, just a smidge left of bullet bourbon, Ooh. and the pairing is very nice. So I'm hoping not to have any uh, too many roll-to-drink scenarios uh, because I want to savor that glass. All right. Yeah, well, Michael will not keep shoving down my throat scotch. Now, now, why is that? Like, why is it that he's so fucking, like, scotch-heavy with me? I think because three-quarters of our of the Dyson Pipes bar is stocked with scotch. <laughs> that might be... we. I mean, like, to break it down, we do the buying, they do the pairing. That's really all they do. So, at some point, some of this falls back onto us. Yeah, No, actually, it doesn't. Okay. No, 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 it doesn't. You know what? Then fucking come to me and say, hey, look, you know, we have too much scotch... Let me ask you a question. Do you think he would come up to you after listening to all the you disparaging the good goddamn name of Michael J. Fish? So no, much? actually, I think he's probably interviewing with other podcasts. Interviewing with other podcasts? Yeah, I think he's trying to leave. Where do you think he's trying to go? The, I have no idea. Are there is there a Pipes and Dice podcast? He's probably... <laughs> motherfucker's jumping ship. I'm telling you, he's going to leave. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. If he is trying to go, you think he would try to? He would probably try to go to like a whiskey podcast, uh, right? Uh, of course, he's a fucking sommelier. Yeah. So what whiskey podcast? Dad's drinking bourbon. Are they? Do they have a podcast? I don't know. Maybe maybe that's his angle. Maybe he's trying to go to YouTube. Is he a dad? He uh, might be trying to be on. He's trying to do something. Maybe sneaky fuck. Maybe he's trying to go to the whiskey tribe. <clears throat> Those guys are good. Real quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Before I forget, we were asked. Uh, I don't remember if it was on Instagram or Twitter. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Somebody was asking the glasses that we have. Indestructible. Um, yeah. W- the the glass clanging, that is not a, uh, like in post. That is. No. That's. Um, I have what happened? Extra, I have an extra glass right here. These. Can you look underneath? Hold on. I don't think there's any. Dude, these are serious fucking glasses. But there's no markings on them. Yeah. Yours probably washed off. They are. There's a there's a very boring story attached to them, so I'll make it brief. When my grandfather passed away, I got a box full of treats from him. And uh, he was a scotch drinker. Uh, and the treats that were left to me were a set of four of these Jack Daniels whiskey glasses. Uh, they are probably a quarter inch thick on the sides and about a third inch thick in the corners. They're, they're fucking heavy glasses. Yeah. Uh, and there's probably about an inch false bottom. So they weigh empty. They weigh probably 
I don't know, 10 ounces. Um, they're heavy glasses. I would say more than that. 12 ounces? Empty. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're very heavy glasses that I just used for the show, uh, really just because they happen to be in a box and I happen to have them. But as we started recording like test episodes, we started clanging the glasses together and we realized like we can't break these. And Dude, the impossible. first few episodes we did, just as a goof, we kept hitting them together harder and harder and harder. It's kind of just like a, as, like I said, it's a goof. But the other thing that was left to me, uh, not intentionally, is a bottle of Duggan's Dew. Ah, uh, yes. It is a single malt scotch whiskey. Uh, I don't have it in here. Uh, there is literally two shots left in this bottle. Uh, and it's from 1981 or 1978, some fucking crazy number uh, that we are saving for episode 100, I think yes. we decided, that we were going to break out the fucking Duggan's do. Dude, I don't know if that's going to be fucking horrendous. So I tried it. Oh, when, you did? When I, yeah, when, uh, probably about a month before the podcast, um, before we started test running the podcast. So we're talking like January or December of 2018. Is when I got this shit, and uh, I had to take a taste of this Duggan's Dew. So I, I opened the bottle and just took a sip. The bottle's shaped like a flask. Okay. And it's plastic. This is not high-grade shit. Uh, so I took a sip of it. It, it, it. It's not poison, I don't think. Uh, it, But it does... <laughs> <laughs> a little, little harsh. It will be perfect for episode 100. Good. Good, good, good. So real quick, the answer is there are... 80s, I would imagine. 80s glasses, uh, Jack Daniels whiskey. They probably came originally in some kind of gift set. Yeah, that, that that's what they look like. Um, I, I, I'm convinced these glasses are sturdier than this fucking table. And I would beg to guess this table was built in the 40s. And this... Yeah. Yeah. It's not dude, a hammer. That's the glass. They're not breaking. Th- these... Yeah, they're not going to break. So, uh, so whoever asked that question, I, I, I meant to write it down. I forgot, but that's where the glasses are from. Jack Daniels. I bet they don't make shit like this anymore. Do you look at glasses now? Like, I'm going to be honest. I bought, um, so I moved into my house, what, about a year and a half ago, and I bought whiskey glasses. Or I, you know, drinking glasses. Rocks, whatever you want to call rocks glasses. Rocks yeah. glasses. Thank you. Um, I bought rocks glasses from the Wayfarer. No, no, I'm a little bougie. I'm not going to lie. I got them from Crate and Barrel. Crate and Barrel glasses. Maybe pottery porn. Okay. <laughs> and they're very nice glasses. But if I did this, yeah, they would fucking shatter into a thousand pieces. Are they crystal? They're something. They're good glasses. It's not like they're not good glasses. No, no, no I know. But usually, like, are they actually crystal or are they glass? No, no, no. I think they're glass. Okay. I think they're glass. But, but they're they, they would never be able to take the abuse that these glasses can take. Do they go like feather light? You've had them. They're the ones with the, uh, like the fucking checkered pattern on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yep. know? But I would never bang them on my counter like this. And right. they're nowhere near as thick. And by the way, by me slamming that, I had my hand over the top of the glass. And because I slammed it onto the, onto the table, it splashed the scotch up into my hand. And asshole me wipes it on my pants for my ride home. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Can't wait. <laughs> so I'm but, sure it's Michael's fault too. No, I'm gonna blame Michael when I get arrested for DWI and uh I have a, a an inspection that expired. 
Oh, well. <laughs> My wife can bail me out. Yeah, I'll bail you out. Oh, good, good. I'll call you first. Yeah. I'll call you first. Good. We didn't, anyway. pay, we didn't pay for our timeshare yet, so. Oh, <laughs> I have a little extra money. Uh, oh, I'd rather, I'd rather nice. give it to you. <laughs> oh, you got a timeshare? Yeah. Let, 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 let's, let's hear about that. What um, happened? Yeah, we went to Maine for vacation. Uh, I put some shit up on Instagram a while ago. Okay. It, and uh, we ended up buying a $10,000 timeshare. I'm sorry? Uh, no, no, no. I think my, my whole, no, I think my earphones cut out. Uh, we bought a timeshare. So. You bought a timeshare? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd that go? Because usually you go to those timeshare meetings and... So um, I, I've never owned a timeshare. I've never even sat through a presentation, so I have nothing to compare this to. Apparently, it's not a timeshare. It's... Stop it. it stop. Just stop it. it it's the, a timeshare. The difference between it is it's not one location. You have a choice of like 30 locations or whatever, so... Uh, That's a timeshare. I, I understand. Okay. Um, can you will timeshares? Yes, you can. You can? Okay. I, I'm, I'm not trying to like find no, a no, way no, out. No. I just don't know anything about timeshares. Uh, I'm not a big vacation person. Like okay. That's, that's my wife. She's the big vacation person. So I'm really ignorant to a lot of this stuff. All I do know is that I was, you know, I was scam alerting and Googling the, uh, the company. And they have good reviews. So, you know. So whatever. You bought yourself a couple of weeks in... Uh uh, the Ozarks. I think we. No, no, no. You can. It's in. Uh, there's one in Manhattan. Believe it or not. Get out of here. There's one in Maine, which is the one they're building now. There's one. Uh, there's two in California, and then there's a fuckload down the East Coast. All right. Uh, there's one in Antigua, or Jamaica. Where's that in South Carolina? No, no, no. Uh, the Caribbean. Antigua. Yeah. I thought that was in Georgia. No, no, no. We okay. went there on our honeymoon. Um. And maybe one in DR. Capital Capital Resorts, Capital Estates, something shit like that. I should probably know since I just spent ten thousand dollars on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you would think you would know. But um, we get, probably want to stay away from the DR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I we I've been there. Yeah. Uh, there there is something very comforting um about driving in a taxi that's that's supposed to seat twelve people and it's the size of a Harley Davidson motorcycle. Uh and there's just streets that just randomly end. With guys with Uzis standing. I'm sorry. Up. Yeah, where the fuck is this? Dr. Oh, hold, hold, hold on, because I've never been to the Dr. So you're gonna have to paint this picture. So you go to the Dr. You take a taxi that's like the size of a fucking smart car. Yeah, you're supposed to fit a dozen people in it, mm-hmm. but instead it's you and your wife. So you get off the plane, right? right. Now, Grant, this was 10, 15 years ago. So we get off the plane. We deplane. Deplane. Uh, yeah. We uh, we get our packages, uh, our baggage. Your packages, <laughs> our baggage. You get your baggage, not your packages. <laughs> you didn't mail yourself like cardboard boxes, right? With yeah. Fucking clothes. Yeah, uh, we get our baggage and uh, we put it down. We're looking at you know taxi companies and some fucking guy just comes up. I got you. Grabs a package or the, the packages baggage. again. <laughs> yes, a fucking box taped with he grabs fucking. My, he clear grabs tape. my clothing packages <laughs> and just okay. starts running to this taxi. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? So I chase after this guy, and he throws him in this taxi. He says, oh, where are you going? And we're, I don't remember where we were staying. Punta Cana, I think. Okay. So we tell him. And he's, all right, hop in. And we start driving. And then I'm looking around, and there's just these random dirt roads that just end. And on more than one occasion where this road ended, there would just be a car parked or a, a motorbike. And uh, like one or two guys just standing at the edge of the road, bullshitting with each other, smoking cigars, and armed with automatic weapons. And the driver doesn't pay him a second look. Just uh, that's normal. Normal, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, if you drink from the bars, you'll you'll 
die. You, you'll have sudden uh, skin bleeding or whatever the fuck. Can I ask you, um, mm-hmm. how many kidneys do you have now? All of them. Oh, you do? Yeah. They didn't take any kidneys from you when you were down No, there. no, come on. It's not, this is real life we're talking about. Well, you were in the DR. I never, I don't know. So anyway. Yes. Uh, so I have this timeshare. So we get 15 weeks. 15, hold on a second. So you pay 10 grand, you get 15, you can take 15 weeks vacation in your timeshare. Yes. How does that even make sense? How does that pay for it? Uh, there's, you have to pay $800 a year for maintenance fees after you pay off the, the deed. Okay, whatever. So anytime you want to go vacation, you can use the timeshare. Yeah. And you're all up and down the East Coast. Antigua, DR. Uh, Antigua, DR, maybe Jamaica. There's like three that are out of the country. I forget which ones they are. Then a couple of California, a couple of New York, one in Maine, uh, a bunch by Myrtle Beach, Tennessee. There's a couple. Okay. Uh, and then like eight or nine, ten others. Um, the Tennessee ones look really cool. Like cabins in the woods. Yeah. Oh, dude, Tennessee is fucking awesome. Yeah. Good. So right. if it turns out to be legit, then the cool thing is you can loan them out. Uh, oh, so it doesn't have to be you particularly right. going on vacation. Yeah. So like what a lot of guys will do is if they're not taking vacation, they'll sell their weeks. Well, especially if you have 15, you can yeah. only take, you know, X amount right. of weeks, so you might as well fucking sell the rest. Yeah. Now, I'm not interested in that so much as like friends and family who are right. going on vacation. But I told my wife, I mean, we got to go for at least like two, three years straight to make sure this isn't bullshit. Because I don't want to send one of my friends on vacation thinking it's going to be great. Right. And like, oh, yeah, this doesn't exist. <laughs> and now you're stranded in fucking <laughs> some God knows where. Some Mayan ruin. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good for you. We have a timeshare. So you have a permanent vacation no matter where you want to go. And I am forcing her to use it every year. And you should. Okay. I don't know how my toast relates into this, but I want everybody out there. Oh, yes. I have a very important toast to make. You know, we talked about this last week. We kind of, we kind of scratched upon the surface. The week before. Last week was about suicide. Lanes. 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 Suicide lanes. Yeah. Well, that's what I meant. The week before. Uh, by the way, we're like uh, 12 minutes in and we haven't... Uh, no, we're doing good. We're no, doing no, no, no. We're doing good. I'm very slow with my words. I don't even want to talk right now. <laughs> That's how fucking drunk I am. But I don't even want to speak. But I, I find it's incumbent upon me to express to the listeners out there how, how upset I am, how disheartened I am by the English language. So today... In general. Just in general. It's, okay. it's, it's very difficult. And especially for, for two middle-aged guys like us, like when you start drinking, it becomes very difficult to try to understand like how to, how to use your words properly. And I, I think we should toast to this. Okay. So I want to toast to the English language. Originally, two weeks ago, we were, uh, uh, before we understood that it was actually acronyms that we wanted to talk about, I think we, we thought that it was anagrams that were LOL and B&B. But that's, that's not an anagram. Beats and be, uh, bears and Bears beats. and berries. Bears and berries, thank you. Bears yeah. and their balls. Bears and balls. No. An anagram, apparently, is is words that you can change that make a new word. So... Uh, like listen and silent. So if you rearrange the letters within listen, 
I think you so, get silent. Like in that Megadeth song, the anagram of liars is layers. Exactly. Right. So you flip the A and the I, and it goes from layers to liars. That was from Countdown to Extinction. Right. Horrible album. Um, what? No good? It's fine. Well, I, I didn't want to offend you because I know you're a big Megadeth fan. Sweaty bullets. So my problem with the Hello, B, meet the real me. It's a credit to you next year. How Someday you too will know my pain. A smile is back to his grin. If the wire is at my head, won't we have I'll be dead? The album's not good. I like Megadeth, but Dude, that album is terrible. Dude, I think their last greatest song was Holy Wars, but eh, whatever. Um, we'll get into that in another show. We'll do a retro show on, on music eventually. I don't want to do that one. No, no, no. We're going to do a retro show on that. <laughs> That's going to be a fucking fun one. Yeah. But anyway, let, let's talk about English because, dude, we can go on this topic for hours, but I think we'll, we'll, we'll try to narrow the scope. So they have, um, again, we did acronyms. We're talking about anagrams, words, like you had mentioned, liars and layers, listen and silent. But then it goes beyond that. Dude, why does the English language have to be so fucking difficult? Even for people who are like native to speaking English. In my opinion, mm. it is very huh? hard to conjugate verbs. Uh, really, is it? <laughs> uh, please enlighten me. Give me an example. I, I would love to hear a verb that's difficult to conjugate. Yes? So obviously, everyone knows what that already means. I'm not going to... No, of course. I'm why not going to insult anyone's intelligence by no. explaining it. But no. you see, the problem is uh, when you get the verbs, okay. which everyone knows is mm-hmm. um, an action. Yes. So to conjugate them is to take them from the present tense to the past tense. And mm-hmm. when we start doing that with a lot of the words uh, that are less commonly used, I find that the problem persists of a change in the overall architecture of the word itself. I almost spill my drink <laughs> listening to you. The overall architecture yes. of the word itself. Okay, yep. please enlighten me. Example. I, well, what, what word changes in its architecture as you conjugate it from past to present, potentially future tense? Mm-hmm. We talked about uh, either last week or the week before. Grinded, ground, grinding. See the the framework of the word, the way it was intended, especially when you look at its root, uh, bears no semblance to anything uh, relating to an actual conjugated verb. When you look at it from the past tense, so all words should be viewed from the past tense. No, you're not listening. You know what? Just go oh. ahead. I'm, I'm not. I'm done. Just go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm not on your level. <laughs> let's move on from <laughs> verbs, shall we? Adverbs? But, but no, let's don't, not even don't discuss. Don't fucking no. get me, Don't make a fucking maniac out of me. <laughs> let's stay away from adverbs. I don't want you to lose your shit. Dude, why is it with the English language that we have one particular word and yet there are numerous ways to spell it? Case in point, there. Over the there. Word, just the word there in general. Why are there numerous ways to spell that word? Or two? Well, 
why do we have to have multiple ways to spell the word? Because there's multiple meanings for the word. Yeah, that's they're, fine. They create a new word. They're binding words. They're binding words. They, they bind. What they, are they? What are they binding? So tell me the word two. What does it bind? Give me the two components that it binds together. Well, because there's different mm-hmm. meanings for the word. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I drink that too. Okay. How would, something how would you spell that? T O O. Right. Right, but it means something completely different than there's two of them. Right, which you would spell T W O. Okay. So you, it, it's the same sounding word, but they mean two vastly different things. Right. I get that. Okay. So I understand that. So what's the problem? But for people trying to learn the English language, like why, why, why do we have to make it so complicated? Why don't it just be T-O and it explains everything? Or create a completely different word. Entirely? That's what I was saying with the number eight. No, you were not saying that. The, with the letter U should be the number eight. No. No. No, that's not what you were saying. You were saying that you hate the number eight because I it's... fucking hate that number. It's two circles, a smaller circle over a larger circle, and for some reason you have a hard time drawing circles. So it should be a U. I never said I had a hard... Yes. So here in the Dyson Pipe Show, especially the Warhammer edition, we're rolling 8D6 with a DN of four. As always. I thought you had your dice ready, Brian. You're holding up the show. It's fucking 8D6. We do this all the time. Deanna 4. For some reason, I only had five dice. I don't know yeah. why. Deanna 4. Mm. Why are you smirking at me? Now that I pass, uh, I get to shift one. So why don't you go ahead and roll a D8 difficulty. It's 8D8. Why are you stalling on that? Like, we do this all the fucking time. God As always. 8D8. We're not rolling 8 to 8 Wait, you're gonna roll twice. Hold on, let me let me resolve this one. I pass. Uh, I know we do this all the time. What's our difficulty number four. again? It was four. Yeah, that's what it was I four. It was four. I pass. Okay. All right. Um, I don't understand why the English language has to be so difficult. And and now take it. Not only words that sound. That, same, but have like multiple ways to spell it. What about words that are spelled the same, but have multiple ways to say it? They're spelled the same, but multiple ways. Oh, like tomato, tomato. Right. That, that'll, here's the thing. Have you ever heard anyone say tomato? It doesn't matter. You can technically say it that way. What about potato, potato? I've never heard. How many times have you heard potato? Okay. Well, let's talk about a word that we have heard. What about ether and either? I've heard that word. Yeah. Said both ways. How do you say it? I say either. So do I. It's obviously the correct way to say it. Well, because the two of us agree, right. of course. But what, should we execute the person who yes. says it either? Yes. I, I agree also. I but mean, the, we're in the, agreement the there. The problem there is you say milk weird. What's wrong with milk? It's not M-E-L-K. You're it's milk. Mel- milk. What about soda? So, uh, what? Soda. S- soda. Excuse me? <laughs> Seltzer. Seltzer? Yeah. I drink seltzer water. What about water? Well, that's accents, though. You that's you can't, like, that's... Right, you're going into accents. I'm talking about actual ways to say a word, like tomato. You you, you brought that up in your example. Yeah, I, I've, I've never heard anyone ever in my life mm-hmm. say tomato. Ever. I hear it all the time. Other than you do. All the time. All the time. Because people, are, fact, saying, because most people are saying the phrase tomato, tomato? That doesn't fucking count. 
Look, every year when I go to buy my fucking tomato, I meant tomato plants. They always say, hey, uh, excuse me, hey, sir. Uh, would you like some beefsteak tomatoes? That's accent. Tomato. But that's accent. You but already they, said accent doesn't count. They say beefcake. And I say beefcake. It's not beefcake. It's, it's beefsteak, you fucking clown. <laughs> oh, you want to get some of my some of my Brutus the Barber beefcake tomatoes? Fucking <laughs> beefcake! Oh god, that's so stupid. <laughs> I passed, by the way. Beef, son of a bitch. It's a fucking beef, beefcake tomato, tomato. Either way. Would you like some beefcake tomato? <laughs> no, they don't. They don't sell those. Can't find those in the store. Or those ham house tomatoes. <laughs> Would you like some ham hock tomatoes? <laughs> ham hock tomatoes. <coughs> you limey prick. God damn it. Um. Yeah, I, I, it is true, right? English is the hardest language to learn. That's what they say. So why do we have to make it so difficult? Look, I, I understand I that a lot of words were like derived from like different languages. But to, to have some sort of consistency for the poor fucks that want to assimilate into the United States culture. Yeah. Like, just let's make it a little easier. But you know? I mean, at this point, like, you can't, it, it's too late. Uh, but I do not believe English is the easy, uh, the hardest language. I learned a language that's harder. Did you now? I did. And that's French. A French is harder than English. Francais. Yes, please. Enlighten. So I took so French. So you're, you're fluent in, in, in French. No. I told you, it's harder than English. I took Francais. How long did you take Francais for? As long as I was required. Uh, two years. Okay, so two years of French. Yeah. Uh, I can count to ten. Good. I good. know that vert is green. Vert. V-E-R-T. Vert. Uh, un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq, six, sept, neuf. That's one, two, ten. Uh... You didn't even count to ten. Yeah, I did. Un, no. deux, trois, quatre, cinq, sept, six, neuf. That's Dix. nine. Okay, there you go. Sorry. <laughs> Forgot ten. Good job. <laughs> uh, je m'appelle. My name is. Of course. Uh, uh, bonjour. Hello. Wow, this is very difficult so far. I'm, you're, you're pointing yeah, out these the These are hardest. just random fucking words. Okay. Uh, the problem was my mm-hmm. teacher. Oh, so the, it wasn't the language. No, it was the it was the people teaching it. Oh, okay, Let, let's blame it on the teacher. Yes, the okay. teachers. Oh, teachers! My first year of French, I had three teachers. They all because taught at the same time. You kept getting kicked out of class. Nope. nope. Uh, we had Mr. Scones. As our scones. Scones. Because that's where <laughs> yes, like scones yes, were from. Exactly. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> and the first day of class, he comes in. Bonjour. I am uh, Monsieur Scones. I'm your. One of your French teachers, but we have two others. First, we have, and he reaches underneath the desk and pulls up a ventriloquist. Stop it. A ventriloquist dummy. Yes. Bonjour, this is Monsieur Pompidou. And he starts talking with the puppet. Then he pulls out a stuffed snail. And this is Mademoiselle Escargot. And no. the puppets taught the class. What, what grade was this? Eighth. This was So this was in eighth grade. Yes. So you said you took this two years. I thought my friends had slipped me acid and I was tripping balls <laughs> because there was a puppet <laughs> and a stuffed snail teaching my <laughs> fucking French class. So, 
So you took this in eighth grade and then your freshman year in high school. Yes. How did that fare? I learned from a fucking puppet. It didn't fare well at all. But then I would imagine like when you made it to high school, right? That changed. Yeah, I failed out and my guidance counselor said, okay, yeah, we don't have to do this anymore. So you were done. You you, no, you I, satisfied your English I or took, uh, your foreign in, language requirement. The deal that I worked out is in exchange for language, I took art and uh, shop. So you had to broker a deal. Yes, I refused. With your guidance counselor yes. because, according to you, French was the most difficult language to learn. Because I was taught by puppets. Because puppets taught you. And he knew who I was talking about. And you were terrified. Yes. Okay. I thought I was tripping balls. You know, it's funny because I took Spanish. Spanish was my language. See, si. um, we, oui. uh, see, si. um, in sixth grade, I was taught Spanish, and we were allowed to choose our names. So yeah, I did that too. Okay. What name did you choose? I looked at the French names, and the only one that I felt like I could spell was my French name, <clears throat> Leo. Leo. L. Leo. Leo. <laughs> Do you know? Uh, oh, do you know what your name actually in French would be? Like Brian, what what would it be in French? Do you know or no? Brian, like Brian. I think it would just be Brian. Brian. See me. I took I took Spanish in sixth grade, so my name would Christo. be Christo. Christoph. So or Cristobal. Actually, I'm Cristobal. That would be my my Spanish. Did they have thing. to do the Cristobal? You'd have to roll the R's. Cristobal. And I refuse to be called that. So my Spanish teacher allowed everybody to to be called whatever they wanted. So most people would go around. They would ask, "Okay, oh, your name is Matt. What would what would you want?" Did your they name pick to be? their genders as well? Uh, no, not back then. That didn't exist. Okay. Um. So Matt would be Mateo, right? And everybody was fine with it until they came to me, and of course I had to be different. <laughs> Well, <laughs> what movie? What movie was very famous when I was taking um, Spanish in sixth grade? The Princess Bride. Ah, so I had to be Inigo Montoya. So my name in Spanish class for the entire sixth grade was Inigo Montoya. And any time I got called on, I would say, "My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die." Every time. I failed sixth grade Spanish. <laughs> 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 failed it. So I did take it in high school. I took Latin in high school too. Ooh, Latin. Yeah, yeah. That was useless. I I know pig Latin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pig Latin. Ixnay on the Oddcast Pay. Oddcast Pay. Yes. And speaking of that, we should move on. Okay. Ute English A. Anglage. S yay? I think I had a stroke. Of genius. Warning. The following gameplay includes scenes of extreme violence and gore. Listener discretion is advised. Okay, using um, my magnoculars. I'm going to focus in on that body. It is Genevieve Parker. No. And there is something, it's a little too far away to read, but there is something written across her face. Uh, she is nailed to the door, which is why you couldn't open it. 
the weight of her body was stopping you from just pushing it open. Uh, she is cut from her throat down to around her pelvic region and splayed open and stapled to the door with her guts on the ground. All right. So I look around and make sure that nobody's in the vicinity of the building. She's been there long enough now that any of the people that are around are no longer paying it any attention. All right, so I'll go up to her. All right. She has no gear. She is also naked. Right. And is it our turf? Nope. Surprised you didn't wake up. pretty upset because he realizes that plasma gun is gone. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. Well, I guess we have a pretty good idea of who has it. Do we? Well, I have a feeling I know what gang has it. Right. Yeah. Right. All right, well, my focus is now shifting from Red Breast to these fucking skulls. I already know at least where his hangout is, so, I mean, that's been confirmed. All right. um, I think I'm going to start... I'm going to go back to where that little skirmish took place. Okay. You know, I'm going to start making my way back in that direction. Okay. And on the way, if I see anybody, you know, like dealing drugs or anything like that. It's a little hot right now, so not in that area. But it is important to note that it's starting to get dark. So confused. So many questions. So many questions. There is one other person you can contact. Yeah, no, I'm. I, I don't. I, no, no, no. I don't want the planet to burn right now. <laughs> we'll hold off on that. We'll hold off on that. Because I was thinking, about, ah, I'm not doing that. Um. All right. Well, let's let's go through what we know. We know where a red breast facility is. Yes. We don't know if it is the facility. Right. That's a good but point. But we know there is one there. That's being heavily guarded. Right. Okay. Uh, we know that there is at least what you can tell open warfare between, I guess for for brevity, we'll just call them the skulls. Right. And red breasts guys. Which ultimately is, is ghosts. Right. Um... But here's where my confusion lies. 
Like, who followed me into this place where I was sleeping? How did they know that I was here with Genevieve and to grab her and bring her back and fucking nail her to the door? Why wouldn't they try to kill me? And how do I get this plasma gun back? So let's see. We've we've spoken with... Well, Lily's dead. Lily's dead. Saul is dead. Yes. Uh, the only other people that I think we've spoken to is the old lady, uh, the bum, and the random people that you've been talking to throughout your excursion. Right. I mean, it, it doesn't seem like it would be hard to start finding narco-gangers. Yeah. And you do have a vial of wizard on you. There's no insignia mm. representing Redbreast's people that you can tell. Right. Man, where'd it go? Oh, that came as a shock. All right, I'm going to have to... Uh, it's nighttime, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think he'll... Uh, you sleep, sleep in the same... Place? How funny would that be? Yeah, I think I'm going to hole up in the same fucking place. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I go right back inside. Okay. Obviously, I'm assuming we're laying in wait. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to sleep. Okay. I'll just have to sacrifice sleep for the night. But yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait out the night in here. All right. Um. Yeah. So you uh, you hear mumbling voices here or there coming and going. Every once in a while, you can tell if you really like focus. You can hear the random person being like, "Oh shit!" Walking by the door, looking at what's on the. I'm assuming you left it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much all that happens throughout the course of the night. Okay. Alright. Alright, after the night passes... Barry's back. I'm going to make my way back to that Red Breast facility. Okay. So you get there at about early afternoon, like late morning, early afternoon. Right. I'm going to look for um, any sort of patrol. <clears throat> I would think th there's people coming and going. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to follow. As somebody leaves, as a group leaves, mm -hmm. I'm going to follow them. So after waiting for a little while, there's a group of two. Okay. That just start making their way out into the wilds. Yeah. yeah I'm going to track them like I'm a fucking lion. Okay. Oh, my prey. Bannon is, is pissed off. Yeah. All right. Uh, give me a stealth test. Difficulty one. I pass and I can shift. All right. So uh, that'll be the only stealth roll with the shift. You can safely negotiate your way behind them without them noticing you. Okay. Uh, after some time, they get however far away, a couple of, you know, a couple hundred meters this way, that way. And they post up, getting ready to do some business for the day. Okay. 
and they are with the shift I would say that you're also able to notice that they are on edge they know that shit's getting heat heated yeah 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 so they are a little on edge it's uh, two humans by the way okay yeah that was my next question because I'm very concerned about teeth they're just standing on a corner yeah all right, I think in uh, in Bannon's rage, he's just he's gonna walk up to these guys, threateningly or no, nah, no, nah, I'm just gonna walk up to him. It, okay. It's going to ultimately be threatening, but right now, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just gonna casually walk up to them, and I'm just, I'm just, you know, playing with my, playing with my timer. Okay. Not happy. Not happy. They say anything? Uh, as you approach, they you know. Kind of like a what's up? Mm. What's up, fellas? And uh, I say that. I, I don't even look at them. I'm just looking around. I'm looking for some place that I can put my timer down on. Like a ledge that's, you know, someplace Give close. Give me one wrath dice on anything except for a one. You find a place. And I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I was, was going <laughs> to. And it was a one. And it was a one. <laughs> there, are, there are no hard surfaces to put this fucking timer down on. <laughs> Goddamn dice. All right, so we walk up to these guys. Uh, you're looking around. It probably makes them a little nervous. Mm. Uh, give me a, an awareness test. Difficulty two. So I passed. I can shift, and I rolled a complication. Okay. So with the pass and with the shift, you are able to determine that these uh, gentlemen are both armed with auto pistols. Okay. Uh, what would you say your complication is? They could see that I am visibly angry. Okay. And I'm not just here to make small talk. All right. So they, they both take like a defensive posture. They're not drawing their weapons yet because you, know, you might be tweaking. Right. You, you know, you might be hallucinating. Who knows what the fuck you are. They've never seen you before. You're you're a mess. You stink, you know. So, but they do notice your ire. So they take defensive positions. Uh, if, well, if combat ensues, we're gonna roll a dice to see who gets the first attack. Ah, that's fair. I like that. So I let out a sigh, and I put the timer down. So now the stand, the stands, not the stands. So the sands are starting to fall. Okay. And I say, you know, it's funny. Lay my head down at night. Wake up the next morning. And my friend is nailed to the door. To the room that I'm sleeping in. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. You don't know what that's supposed to mean. Never had a friend nailed to a wall. Because I've seen people splayed, stem to stern. Well, it ain't us doing that. It's these fucking maniacs with the skulls. Yeah, I know. I know exactly who it is. Or at least the gang that they belong to. You know where I would find them? You know, maybe I could do your boss a favor. He looks to his buddy, and his buddy kind of shrugs. I don't know we can trust you. 
I mean, at this point, I think it has nothing to do with trust, right? I mean, they're, they're your problem. They're my problem. So we have a common goal here. I said, but you, want, you might want to make your answer pretty quick. And I just kind of glanced down at my, uh, at my timer. Give me persuasion with plus one dice, difficulty two. Uh, you passed? Yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, they, they they have a couple of facilities. Uh, we don't know where all of them are, but we know that they have a lookout. Uh, one lookout that we know of for sure that we've been watching is this this guy. He looks like a bum over in uh, this sector over here, and he points on the data slate or whatever. It's in the general vicinity of where you met uh, Spitz. I'm sorry for your friend, for what it's worth. All right, that had nothing to do with us. We don't want no problems. We have enough to deal with with these fucking lunatics. But for what it's worth, I hope uh, I hope you get some of these sons of bitches. Mm. You know, maybe if you want, if you can go after them, maybe we can help each other out. Yeah, how so? Well, we got weapons. We got guys. You know, the boss. The boss is trying to avoid the fight, but. They're bringing the fight to us. Yeah. I've heard your boss's name thrown around. So if some homeless skell is a lookout for these skulls, how come nobody's done anything about this guy? The boss doesn't want it. So our hands are tied. But there's a lot of us that think we got to take care of these guys. They're bigger than us. We're new on the scene. So your boss is okay with you guys getting taken out one at a time. That's why I said there's boys who are looking to take care of this. So why work for this guy if he's not looking out for you? Pays the bills. And make your own money, no? He's got the connections. Yeah, well. And you never know when that tap's going to run dry. True, but this wizard shit, he's one of the only guys who knows how to make it. There was a couple other ones. One of them's dead now. So the, the, the cooks are getting kind of low. All right. I appreciate your help. And I take my uh, my timer. See, not everybody has to die when I use the timer. We're not done yet. Not everybody has to die. But you never know. We'll see what happens. I'm surprised that you're going to allow them to sell wizard. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> look at this point. Uh, look, priorities. Priorities. It's a necessary evil. Um, I... Oh, man. He is just, like, raging on the inside right now. Because now he's starting to believe that it was because of him and a fucking bottle of whiskey that Genevieve died. That this guy fucking passed along information to whoever he passed along information to, and it's all over whiskey. So, I'm going to head back to where Spitz was. All right. Uh, so, in the time it takes you to get there, we're getting to, like, late afternoon, early evening. Not getting dark yet, but the sun right. is the sun is low in the sky. Right, right. It's like dawning. Yeah. Or dusking. Dusking. I'm sorry. Dusking. Twilight. Twilight hour. Pre twilight. Oh, okay. Pre light. Pre light. Charlight. Pre tra yeah, there you go. I'll bring it back to pipe smoking. I'm going to circumnavigate the area and uh kind of keep an eye on the last known location of where uh 
my buddy Spitz was. He is not there. Of course he isn't there. But I'm going to find him. The one thing you got going for you is Spitz is definitely the kind of guy that stands out. Uh, yes, yes, I would think so. He personally can't stand, but I actually am going to make my way back to the sewer. Okay. Where I killed the fucking rat. Okay. And I'm going to go down there. Somehow it smells worse than it did before. Oh, funny. <laughs> All right, I charge it. I make sure nobody's down there. Uh, yeah, no, no, nobody's down there. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm no, I thought you were looking something no. up for that. Um, so I'm gonna do a uh, one more search of the the lower level to see if I can get my hands on this bottle of whiskey. All right. Give me a D6 on an even. You will find it. I rolled a, I rolled a one. Nope. All right. Uh, I'm going to use this almost as like my home base, but I'm just going to pop out. No, I'm going to walk around. And I'm going to look to. I'll look to see if I run into any civilians. Like you know, like people, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's there's people milling around. Like I said, there's there's people huddled around, like uh, garbage cans, warming their hands and shit like mm. that. And I'm gonna inquire into the uh, last known location of uh, Mr. Spitz. All right, give me a fellowship test, difficulty one. I pass one. Uh, so there's a couple of guys who said that the last time they saw him, he uh, was walking this away, and they point to a random direction. Okay. Walking. We're talking about the same guy, right? The guy with the wooden mm -hmm. leg? But I say that to these guys. Oh, right. Yeah. The guy with the wooden leg? Uh, I don't know if he's got a wooden leg or not, but yeah. I, missing teeth, patches of gray, scraggly yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's him. Spits when he talks. Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah he's walking down this way. All right. No, I'm going to head in that direction. All right. Um, so we're walking down this alleyway. Uh, lots of buildings. Like, this section isn't quite as blown out as the rest of the areas are. Uh, still kind of blown out, but not as... Not as... Um, not as, as post-apocalyptic looking. Right. Uh, and after some investigating, you find... A piece of a broken broom laying on the ground. What is this guy, fucking Kaiser Sozai? <laughs> laying on the ground, like in the street? Yeah, like in this little alley. Okay. Uh, the alley cuts through to the other side? Yeah. All right, so I'll, I'm going to walk around. All right. I'm going to approach the alley from the other, uh, from the other end. Okay. Um... Yeah, and I walk into the alley. All right. So at some point, you do notice uh, that somebody, too far away maybe or whatever, hard to tell, somebody walks out of a particular building, uh, kind of looking around real quick as they make their way the opposite direction of you. Okay. All right. From a distance, I, uh, I'll follow that person. And obviously, I'm going to make a mental note of okay. you know, what door they have. Yeah, so you, you got the door that they came out of. Uh, you follow them. Give me a stealth test. Difficulty one. I pass. All right. So you follow them for some time. 
and they do basic bum shit. They go to they go to one fire put uh, fire pit, warm their hands up, maybe grab a couple of pieces of cooked cockroach. I'm mm. sorry, orca roach. Orca roach. Uh, a couple pieces of maybe burnt mouse that they're eating. That can feed a whole family, by the way. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Jesus did it. <laughs> I think that's how the story goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think so. Uh, bullshits with some of his buddies. After a while, you get the impression that this guy is is hanging out. Right. Okay. I'm going to follow him until he is alone. You know, so, like, I, I picture him, like, work, working his way to, like, fire pit to fire pit, and there's, like, a huddled yeah. group he, of... So, eventually, he finds his way back into the alley from whence he came. Where the door was. Yeah. So maybe he was going out to get some dinner and bullshit with his buddies. Now right, he's right. going back in. So I would say it's probably been about an hour that you've been, two hours maybe, that you've been following this guy around. And now this, it's not dark yet, but in this alley it's dark. Right. All right, I'm going to try to grab him before he gets into the door. Give me an agility test. Difficulty one. I passed and I can shift. All right. So you, not only do you grab him, but you slam him up against the wall, uh, cover his mouth so he can't scream, and now you have him under your control. Okay. So I, I, I imagine like I have a hand like over his mouth, like keeping his mouth closed. So is he going like, like one of those? Uh, for he, a moment he was, but he yeah, realizes he's, that he's he, now he's like his hands are up kind of a thing and just like trying to be non-combative okay I whisper just to try to keep his voice down what's your name and I I I just give him enough space from my hand to his mouth Frank and then I put my hand back over his mouth who lives in this building that you came out of you uh oh yeah I'm sorry so I I I boom my hand nobody really lives here it's just where we hang out how many people do you think are in there right now? When I left, there was five of us uh, and, and uh, Spitz. Are there any weapons in there? Do you have any guns? No, I don't think so. So, I picture, like, my left hand is the one. No, I'm sorry. I picture my right hand is the one that keeps moving on and off of his mouth. And my left hand is holding his throat, right? That's how, like, I yeah, have him okay. up against the uh, the wall. And when he says, no, I don't think so, I start to squeeze. Okay. Give me uh, an insight test, difficulty one. I pass. You get the feeling that he's being honest. Okay. I said, you said Spitz was in there? Yeah. How many legs does Spitz have? Two. What's his gimmick then with pretending he has a, a wooden leg? He doesn't say anything. He just kind of like his eyes scrunch up. He's not quite sure what you're talking about. Okay. Um, where else does Spitz hang out? If I go inside here right now and he's not in there, where else can I find him? He 
usually just kind of makes his rounds. Uh, you know, a, a lot of us will come out to get something to eat, and, and, and we'll we'll hang out, you know, with our buddies out here. Um, I mean, I don't know if he has a different job or or whatever. This is where he lays his head down at night. He spends a lot of time here. Yeah, he was in here when I left. I, I, honestly, I don't know if he's in there now. I, I don't know. When I was in here, he left. Or when I left, he was in here. Okay. The door's open? Yeah. yeah. Let's go in. O okay. Are you looking to die today? No. No. Are you sure? Yeah. I, I don't know what this is about. I, I, I just, this is, this is just where I work. What do you do? We, we do stuff for, for, for Spitz and, and his boss. Do you know who his boss is? I don't know their names. So he has multiple bosses. I mean, he, he talks to a lot of people. You've probably seen him around. They're, they're, they have the skulls on there. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what he does with them. He'll have us go and mug people and get ingredients to make stuff. And we, we're like errand boys. That's it. Okay. What other locations have you been to? Fr from the organization? Yeah, yeah. Where do these, no. uh, these skull people, where do they hang out? This is the only place that I know of. Mm -hmm. The couriers will come in here. I'm not sure where they where they come out of, but the, the the couriers will come in here to pick up you know the stuff that we procure. Okay. How often do they come around? It seems like it's random. Are you expecting one tonight? I mean, it could be tonight. We, it's not like you know. It's not like they just show up. You're saying? Yeah. Okay. Have you procured anything for them recently? That they might be coming by this evening to pick up. Uh, I haven't. No, today. Today I'm off. I don't have to do anything today. Today's my food day. How about the other people? Yeah, I mean, people are out running. I mean, all these people that you see around, most of them work for these these skulls. Mm. Let's uh, let's go inside and pay Spitz a visit. If, if he's not in there, are you gonna kill me? Depends on how you act. Okay be cool. Do you want me to open the door? Yeah, I would prefer for you to open up the door. Okay. Can you let me go? Let's go. I won't scream. Oh, you better not scream or you're going to die. And it's going to be very painful. Okay. Mm. Alright, so we're going to let this guy open the door? Yeah, I'm going to do the um, like I kind of so I'm walking behind him and with my right hand I have like his shirt or whatever he's wearing whatever kind of garment is up between his shoulder blades. You know what I'm saying? Like back yeah. here. So I'm going to hold it. Like a ventriloquist dummy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, again, I've got my hand on my grip of the bolt gun behind him. And I'm kind of like crouched down so I can like use him as like a shield, like hide behind him. And that's how we're going to go into this building. Okay. So uh, you walk it. When you open the door, it's a short little walkway and then stairs going straight up. Uh, like rusted metallic, like diamond plate stairs. Right. Uh, so we're going to go up. Yeah. All right, when we get to the top of the stairs, there's an iron door with just a handle on it. There's no, like, knob or clicking. It's just a handle that you pull open. Okay. So as he pulls it open, the door starts to screech. And as the door is open, you can see guys filling out random ledgers. Um, some guys are sleeping. A couple of guys maybe are bullshitting. He was right. There's about maybe five or six random guys in this place. Maybe seven. Right. They're all bums from your quick observation. Nobody looks to be a threat, necessarily. Uh, 
at the back of the room is a stairway going up with like a elevated office almost like in a factory where like the foreman would sit right uh, you see something like that up there and you could tell somebody is up there but you can't see from here who it is so I whispered to this guy who who's in that room uh, probably spits if, if he's here now we're in a situation that if we were to walk that way, the other people in this room are going to obviously see me walking behind this guy. Right. Okay, so I kind of just upright myself. You know, I go from, like, crouched behind him, holding on to him, and I just kind of lean in before we start making our way into this room, and I just whisper in his ear, act normal, or everyone in here dies, and I nail you to the front door. He probably gets the reference, and he just nods. Okay. He doesn't say anything. He just nods his head. All right. So I, I put my bulk gun like back underneath my duster with my okay. hand on it, you know, so the duster's covering it. And I say, I just tell him, you're going to leave me upstairs. Let's go. All right. Uh, give me, just give me a flat wrath. Six. Okay. So a couple of people look at you as you walk by. Uh, give yourself a point of glory, of oh. course. Um. So people kind of look at you as you walk in and don't, from your observations, don't seem to give you a second look. Okay. Um, there's a lot of bums out there. You definitely are starting to look like one, so they figure you're just another runner for them. Nobody really pays any attention. And you make your way to the stairs. Right. Are we going up? Yeah, we're going up. With this guy or by yourself? No, he's leading me up. All right. So you both go up to the stairs. You get to the top where the door is. And he looks at you and he goes to knock. Go ahead. And he knocks three times. And he opens the door. The door pushes open. Right. And when he pushes the door open, you see what you assume to be Spitz. It looks kind of like him, but his back is to you. And he's leaned over, scratching. And he just... What do you want? His back is to me? Yeah. Is, is there anybody else like in this writing room? something? No. In this in this room up here? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. It's a small room. It's maybe like 10 meters long by like 3, 4 meters wide. Okay. Um, so I just kind of take this guy and just kind of push him over to the side and go. Right, I put my, my okay. finger over my lips as if to make the shh sound. Yeah. But I don't make a sound. And uh, quietly, I walk right behind Spitz. And I grab his head and I smash it off of the fucking desk that he's leaned over. All right. So give me a stealth difficulty one. I pass. Okay. So you smash his face and he kind of crumples down to one knee. Uh, and kind of... <laughs> and he stands up and starts to turn around. Now he's looking at me. If you let him turn all the way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let him turn around. All right, so he turns around. Ah, you, huh? You just done me right. <laughs> I just laughed at him. Say, <laughs> nice leg. He doesn't say anything. He's just staring at you. Give me a, give me an awareness test. Difficulty one. I pass. You notice that he's not bleeding. Interesting. Uh, I look at him, and I smile, and I say, a hobo with no scotch in the liver and no blood in your veins. 
Is that a haiku? <laughs> We've discussed this before. It, it very well may be. I'm going to have to look at the form. Uh, that's all you say to him? Yeah. All right. So he kind of smirks, and his hands and fingers start to elongate, and long claws dripping of toxin starts emerging from the tips of his fingers. His shirt starts to kind of lift up, and out of his back, wings start to sprout. And quickly, he grabs you by the throat, and we're going to try and do a combat option. Combat option? He's going to try and throw you through the window. Oh, it's going to feel good. So it's... Like his, three stories up. No, nah, it's not that high up. It's like 200 meters. So... <laughs> Uh, no, it's not that high up. It's it maybe like, you know, six or seven stairs up. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be his strength opposed to your strength. Oh, God. No wrath dice. A roll? Yeah. None. He has one success. Oh. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. All right, I'm actually, I'm going to spend a wrath which allows me to re-roll failures. If we tie, tie goes to him. Tie goes to you. Tie goes to me. Oh, I passed swimmingly three icons. Okay. An exalted and a regular. So I picture that he grabs you by the throat, lifts you up, and as he goes to throw you out the window, you kick him in the chest and he lets go. Mm. And you fall maybe onto the console or whatever, the cogitator that's next to this window that he was about to throw you out of. Okay. And now we are in combat. Okay. His uh, his hair falls away, and his skin starts turning like a pinkish hue, like a purplish pinkish hue, and becomes extraordinarily smooth. Really? And his eyes start turning like a yellow amber color. Give me a fear test. <laughs> <laughs> um, a fear test. Yes, it's against your resolve. Difficulty five. No, I can't even pass that. I'm feared. Which I only have a two resolve. So if you get too exalted, you'll pass. No, it's a four. Oh, right. All right. So it's negative one or plus one, I guess, difficulty for the remainder of this encounter. Okay. All right. My goal just so we're clear on this, is not to kill him. Okay. All right. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how this works out. Let me just light this, because then I'm going to fucking shoot in the face. When that exchange happened, and I kind of fell down and, and you know, dusted myself off, or however um, that works out, am I in, like, melee range, or did I back off enough that... Um, I would say you're like eight meters away. Okay. All right. So you said the room is about like 10 meters wide? Uh, 10 meters long by like five meters wide. All right. So we're almost at like opposing ends of yeah. uh, of this. Okay. So uh, like when he threw you, you kind of kicked back off of him and fell like backwards into the corner. Right. Okay. I'm going to fucking take a shot at him. So I have a plus one to my DM. And what's my uh, what's my target? With the modifier three. Okay. 
All right, I hit with a complication. Give me a 66. Thirty-four, and I did twelve points. Twelve points of damage. Yeah, twelve damage. All right, so he takes the damage, and uh, you drop your weapon. You have to spend your next action to pick it up. Okay. My next whole action to pick it up. Okay. He just uh, ate 14 points of damage? No, he's got a resilience of nine. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. So he moves in. I give him a hug. And he smiles this this real toothy, gangly grin. I'm going to seize the initiative. All right. And I will spend that action picking my gun up. There's no movement, right? Like, my only action is just to bend down and grab my gun. Right? Okay. Well, that's what I do. Now he can fucking take his little shitty and grin. All right, so he's going to attack you with his razor claws. My defense is a two. You're up. Bannon shits his pants. I just I I, I didn't look a hundred percent, but I feel like I just rolled nine threes. <laughs> oh, for saying I'm th- I'm like, no, you hit me. I have two. Yeah, no. Oh. I got one icon out of that <laughs> pile of dice. Oh, 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 oh my god. Alright. So he's like right up in my face. Yeah. Alright, so I'm gonna like technically we're engaged. So I would have to disengage, but disengaging. How does this work again? It's it's the sim, it's similar to like D and D, where if you disengage, he gets an attack. Right. Because I think up close, I can't shoot him with the bolt gun. No, but you have an auto pistol. Right. No, no, no. I chain sword. Right. You put a fucking bayonet on this thing. All right. I'm going to aim with my auto pistol. Okay. Looking for a three. Okay, so I hit, I can shift. With a complication. But I rolled a complication. All right, roll damage first. Nine damage. All right, Uh, what's your 66 roll? Twelve. You lose one reload. Uh, and you do no damage. His He holds his hands up, and his claws start to kind of get real long and droopy, and they start turning into tendrils. And he's going to attempt once again to throw you out the window. So it's my strength versus yours. Zero. One icon. Oh. <laughs> uh, so the tendrils wrap around you, and he launches you out the window. Uh, give me a D3 to see how many wounds you take. 
two. All right, so you take two wounds, and he takes flight. He has a movement speed of... Can't soak that, right? That's like... Right. Okay. He's got a movement speed of 21. So he flies towards the door. You can spend your movement to stand up and try to attack him once before he gets out of this room. Yeah, that's what I got to do. All right, so I'm back with my bolt gun. What window did he throw me out of? Uh, like the the office that they were in. So it's, it's got in like a interior. plate glass. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So basically he just threw me down the, the steps that leads down to where these other hobos are. There were no steps. It was like the steps go up the side of the office, and he threw you out the front of the office window. Right, but my point is like the window that I went out of put me back on the level where these other homeless right. people were. yes. Okay, yes. I got you. And now he like, kind of like flew over your head, and he's flying towards the door. Okay. All right, and then I'm actually going to spend my last wrath to and it's a three, right? My DN is yes. three. I hit, and I could push three. Oh, God. All right, so we'll say if this attack hits. How far is he from me? He's just, he's probably about. He's like overhead? He's overhead. He's probably about 15 meters from you. Okay. So I'm going to get two, four, five, six, seven extra damage dice. So if he ends up taking a wound from this, uh, he will crash to the floor. All right, so I'm 10 plus. 17. Uh, 17? Yeah, 17 damage. Okay. Roll of Wrath. On an even, he survives. On an odd, he dies. fucking one so as he's flying I picture like you kind of roll to your back all fucked up you're cut up from the glass you get up to one knee and you just unleash bullets into the air you tag a couple of holes in his wings and he goes down and he crashes onto the ground some of the bullets ripped through his chest and you have three minutes until he dies. Okay. Who are you? I'm Spitz. Yeah, but what are you? I'm a being of chaos. Who do you work for? Slanesh. <laughs> it's too little, too late. Who runs the skulls? Ghost. But it doesn't matter anymore. Why doesn't it matter? <laughs> because of the wizard. But I thought... So Ghost is playing both sides. In a matter of days... Everyone who has taken wizard will become greater. Like you. <laughs> greater. They will worship the god of pleasure. Your friend. She enjoyed it. 
watching Ghost tear her slowly, peel her flesh. Her smooth moans were moans of pleasure. Where is Ghost? <laughs> Doesn't matter. You don't have enough time. Um, I take my knife out and I like I start sticking him in like his side. <laughs> yes. Make me feel the pleasure. Who is Ghost? Ghost is Thunash's chosen. Where is he? Around. <laughs> Dead. And that is where we will end for today. So, um, I, I think one of my favorite bad guys that you've created so far in both the uh, the five, um, yeah, the D and D campaign and this campaign would be good old Spitz. Not what I expected. A demon, dude. When I when I ended up in that alley and found a fucking wooden stick. Just kind of left behind. I knew that shit was about to go south. So what were you thinking? It, not that he was going to fucking grow wings. Right. I thought that he was almost like uh, like Eddie Murphy in like trading places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just thought he was a fake homeless guy. He was just a lookout for uh, for one of the gangs. That's it. You know. Um, which to me would have uh, you know what it, whatever it would have been like status quo right it, it would have just been par for the course I would have just chalked it up to okay that makes sense but like being led up I know we're skipping the uh, the beginning of the episode but like to be led up into that um you know into this building up to that room and then ultimately I see Spitz standing there with uh, you know obviously on two legs and then morphing into what he actually was was. Uh, I think it was a little astonished. I did not expect that to happen. So Spitz was the first um, encounter chain, I guess, that I came up with after Slugbelly. And I've been waiting for a good place to plug him in, and this seemed like a great, a great place. Yeah. Um, after the gameplay session... When we first recorded it, I told you to, uh, if you wanted some extra credit, extracurricular activities, to go home and do a little research on Slanesh. Mm. So, when I was originally crafting the campaign, I knew that I wanted to do a little bit of mix of everything. A little bit of Xeno, a little bit of um, heresy, and a little bit of demons. And combine them all together. And I was looking at what demon I wanted to be the the driving force behind this. And, of course, uh, Crone, the blood god, is the obvious choice because he, you know, blood for the blood god. Nurgle is fucking awesome because I'm thinking like a zombie apocalypse with Nurgle. I was like, Slanesh is fucking stupid. Mm. Like the pleasure god, and it's a bunch of, like, um, in, in androgynous servants. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Then I watched uh, either it was either One Mind Syndicate or the Grim Dark Narrator, one of those like 40k lore guys right. on YouTube, and it auto played the next video from whatever I was watching, and it was Slanesh. 
And they started talking about how he he takes pleasure in slowly. That's some legit thunder. World's ending. Uh, he takes pleasure in slowly peeling off people's skin, and he does it slowly so he knows they feel every excruciating second of it. Shit like that. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. I see the I see the appeal. Uh, so. Spitz ends up being this this demon, um, and the encounter that we set him up in, he's in this little office, and basically he's he's in charge of the bums of this sector, and they're basically like errand boys for the gang. Um, so you go up this like stairway, and he's in this little like office. I picture like a like an old like eighties factory where like the, the foreman's office is just elevated up off the ground and sticking out of the wall, surrounded by glass windows so he can watch his worker bees, uh, you know, working away. Uh, and that's where the encounter takes place. And luckily it happened, I think, in the second round. All I knew is I wanted to throw you out that window. Yeah, you were fixated on that. Yeah. I think, what was it, like three times or so? You were trying to grab me. I got me. In the second time. Yeah. I swiped at you once. I gra- I tried throwing you the first time, swiped at you once, and then grabbed you the third time and finally got you out the window. Uh, because the, the I, I wanted him to get away. Right. Especially his movement speed after it was all told together was almost 30 meters. Yeah. So, yeah, which is insane. Yeah. And and I think, honestly, that was probably the, the downfall for you of the interaction was throwing me out of the window. Yeah. Because it created the distance that I needed to get that shot off. Right. You know? So, because outside of that, if it kept it close, like, if it was I grab you and fly out of the building and then drop you, right, that that would have created some serious fucking problems. The other problem is, like, I didn't want it to be like every other encounter where Mm -hmm. we fight, you get a couple of hot hands, and now this motherfucker's dead. Right. And it was a big buildup for no payoff. Um, it still kind of worked out that way, but in a much more theatric fashion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, this was probably the first time where actually I, I was I was worried for Bannon. Like, I, I'm like, this motherfucker's going to die. Like, this guy is insane. You know, like grabbing him by the head and smashing his face into the table, probably not the way to go about this encounter. <laughs> like, I... Yeah, and, but I mean, why again, would I, you think? Well, I, I've I given no inclinations that demons are involved. Oh, up of until course, now. of course. And I and I and I think, it, like looking back now, would I have changed the way that I handled that? Probably not. You know, knowing the way that Bannon would would handle that situation, like that is the way that he would have handled it. Yeah. It didn't matter if he knew that he was a fucking demon or whatever. He would have fucking smashed his face into that table to try to get answers. You know. And unfortunately, well, it seemed like initially that it was going to like really blow up in his face. But luckily, at the end, it, it worked out to his advantage. So, uh, this demon of Slanesh takes off, trying to get away from you. Um, you fire off a lucky shot. Mm. And, uh, of course, roll a wrath dice. Anything but a one, and he will survive long enough for you to interrogate him. Right. And what happens? You, I roll a fucking one. Yeah. I feel like the dice were listening to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't... It, I guess it was kind of a cheat on my part, but I decided to give you, I think, three minutes. I set the timer. 
And like a legit timer. Yeah. Like you set the timer on your phone. I had like an, an like a honest three minutes to, yeah. to come up with questions to ask this guy. So we didn't really get too much about Ghost, uh, but the two major things are that he let you know that Slanesh is involved in what's happening here and that everyone who's taken Wizard, something is going to happen. Right. And we don't know what that is yet. Right. And I think in, in, in Bannon's mind, he starts to put together that Ghost is playing both sides. Or at least that's his interpretation of what's going on. Right. Because, you know, we have, we have Ghost who has supplied drugs to Redbreast, who's on the one side. And then we also have Ghost kind of supporting the, uh, the Skulls. Yeah. Right. So, so Ghost so, is playing both sides. So who is Ghost? That, that, again, it boils down. Like, what is that? Yeah. And it seems like Ghost is only concerned with uh, getting as much wizard out on the street as humanly possible. Right. And now we understand why. Like, this is all being fed through Selenesh. Right. And what's going to happen to everybody who's taken wizard. And how many people would you say have taken wizard? A lot. On this planet. Especially on this planet. Almost everybody. Yeah. A lot. You know. Including maybe the protagonist. <laughs> but not by choice. Right. You know. Maybe that'll change things. It was an accident. Well, it was through an explosion. Yeah. So I guess we're going to have to find out. We're going to have to wait and see what happens there. I cannot wait to see the interaction between Bannon and the Inquisitor in regards to this. Do you think off the top of your head, because I haven't really plotted that out yet, uh, is Bannon just going to be like, this shit's a lost cause. Let's get the fuck out of here and blow this pop stand or... Yeah, I... And again, I, I don't want to give too much away as to like what's going to happen in the future, but I think he's leaning towards that. Like, this planet is a lost cause. Like, nothing is coming... Right? Genevieve is dead. All of our leads on this planet are pretty much dead. Um, you know, whether or not we're looking for ghosts is irre- irrelevant because now we know that Slanesh is involved. So, like, where are we going on this planet? You know, like maybe we need to start like really focusing our attention outside of uh, of this planet. And I think he's going to do that almost as a, like a way to to help himself. Like he knows that he's ingested wizard through the explosion in the mine. So let's fucking blow this planet and hope that that does not come back to bite him in the ass. That's all we can do is hope. Uh. The only problem with this is we still have the issue of the damaged black ship. He can't leave. Can't leave. Yeah, until I find that component. See what happens. You never know. Stay tuned. All right. Um, So, uh, two... Acronyms. L O L. Laugh out loud. Right, that's what I was trying to portray. I'm laughing right now. Oh, on the inside parts. Yes. Uh, Two 7L Megas. They smoke forever. Forever. To uh, our very own. Mm-hmm. Somalier. Somalier, congratulations. You'll maybe move up to $8 an hour. <laughs> Keep fucking feeding me the shivis real. 
Two dice. And pipes. <laughs>